Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Thirteen is the episode. It is the official Impractical Jokers podcast. Very exciting. We have myself, Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. He's wearing sunglasses right now. That's right. You got to know that. I got to do that. And we have, as always, Tina Santamora. Tina. And we have a very special guest. Matt Richards is here. You put on my sunglasses. Oh, wait. Those are mine, right? Yep. Okay. I was like, we have the same... Matt Richards, uh, you might know him from HQ, the HQ Trivia. He is the newest host and the one who's my favorite host of all Thank time. You. Honestly, when you got that gig, I was like, perfect fit. It is still a little trippy to me. Yeah. Because I don't know half the stuff. Uh, <laughs> but I'm really good at prompters, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I, I, I've hosted like maybe like one, like you know, three or four I was times. Play, before I knew what the game was, I think... Uh, a mutual friend of ours, Charles Gubo, yeah. was like, yo, you got to check out Casey on this app. And I started playing uh, I started playing HQ trying to win money. And it, it was so fun. But the weirdest thing is you're in a room like with one other person and like, but there's a million people playing and you yeah. don't see the people playing. You don't see the comments. And it's just so odd to just be in a, in a, like a room. Cracking jokes to nothing. To nothing. Because <laughs> that the dude who's in the room is like a technician or whatever who basically is not, he's barely listening or laughing along with you. Oh my Does he God. give you a little like thumbs up when he likes something? I can happen. tell when the producer's laughing now, they'll do like a little quiet chuckle. I'm like, okay. Kill <laughs> All right, kill him. That's the, yeah. killing it. But that's fun. So Matt and I worked also on a show together called Joking Off, which was on MTV. Yeah. And we were both like on camera, but we also would write a little bit with other people. Yeah, we had to write for ourselves. And I think that was a lot of fun. Joking off had what, three seasons? I yeah. did, yeah, the last two, I think. I think I just did the last, the, the, the final season. They were like, we got to end it after this. <laughs> it's this over. Guy, this guy ruined it. When was this? When was, when was that? Oh, uh, it must year? have been like 2016 or 17. Four, four years ago. Yeah, something like that. There's a lot of fun singing on that show, and you guys can both sing. And you were hey. singing a few songs before we started. We'd just be singing, man. Let's- yeah, it was pretty fun. It was like an improvised show, and you know, that we'd also kind of come up with ideas. And so, yeah, some of the songs you brought up one. You and Burpee. Shout out to Burpee. He's a comic from North Carolina. He's incredible. Casey and Burpee had this song about coffee, and it was like a real soulful ballad. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like serenading the ladies in the audience, but sing about coffee. It was like, yeah. you grind me, you heat me up, <laughs> you stir me. Fill in my cup. Yeah. It was beautiful. That is coffee. Coffee yeah. does that. that. Is, I was that like, was that is coffee. Ooh. Yeah. Good. It was Shout great. out to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're actually drinking a coffee and a Red Bull. It's early for me, man. It's yeah. Amazing. This is 3 p.m. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and we're recording this now. <laughs> um, no, it's much earlier. And the other show that's funny that we worked on together was uh, Joker's Wild, but this is not the, the true TV impractical Joker spinoff Joker's Wild, which oh. also existed. This is Snoop Dogg's The Joker's Wild. 
game. Yes, show. the oh. reboot of the game show with the big slot machine from way back when mm-hmm. Snoop. Uh, and you were his like right hand man. That was weird. <laughs> uh, but it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I met Snoop working on um, Martha and Snoop, the cooking show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yo, nephew, I'm about to do this. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to do this game show. It's a great impression. You want to come do this game show? I was like, hey, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, Snoop. Did you see he like won an award recently? Oh, I think it was when he did his star. Yeah, he got the star and he thanked him. He thanked himself. It was the best. It was the best. uh, I want to thank me (laughs) for always working hard, never giving up. I play that at least once a week as motivation. It is great. That's great. That's amazing. Um, Snoop is is, is so cool, man. mm -hmm. But it's great to have you here. I'm happy to be here. I love the show. I love what you guys do uh, as far as making funny. Thank you. I respect that. And Impractical Jokers, since the first season, has always cracked me up. Uh, I know now you guys are in season 50. 50. I think it's 50. 51, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> we're in season eight. And and so you also do stand up a lot. Do you mm-hmm. run into Sal? I see Sal all the time. Yeah. Um, most recently, it was it was uh, at a memorial. Yeah. Comedy lost a, a great dude, Dave Kimowitz. I uh, bumped into Sal at the memorial and... Yeah, normally when I see Sal, it's always, you know, it's, it's a happy, fun time. Thank you again for coming on, on the show. Thank you for having me. And we're going to jump right into it right now, uh, as the first challenge in this bit was at Katz's Deli. Today we're at the world-famous Katz's Deli. I wanted to bring you guys pastrami sandwiches this oh, morning, yeah. oh, but they don't open until after the podcast. That would have uh, been... <laughs> I, I think they're open yeah. right now. Uh, no, I'm kidding. it's one of those spots that like is a touristy spot but it doesn't matter it's still a new york spot like authentic like new yorkers go tourists go it's like the perfect it's the venn diagram i have never been (gasps) what so you're neither you're neither a a new yorker (laughs) nor a tourist are you a vegetarian and i eat fish Oh, you're you in, can go. So, I don't know how much you get. I mean, you get knish. Potato pancakes. I could, yeah. Knish. I so think. I think that Katz's <laughs> Deli and like when Carnegie Deli was around, that's the most authentic New York food. I think pizza, sure, big New York food, but I think like the Jewish delicatessen, like that's that like uh, corned beef or more so like a. Uh, the pastrami yeah. is smoked meats. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, it's Jewish barbecue. I mean, like, cause it's the same, it's brisket. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place. I love it so much. Very fun. I've ordered cats to send to places that don't have cats that I know I'm going to be for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. That's dedication. I have a question. Is it always that crowded as it looks on the show? This place is packed. It's a sea of people. Big time. Yeah. Pretty much. I've gone at like 1 a.m. I forget what time they close, but like basically like before they close Uh and it's just like a sea of of drunk people, but it's like packed. And it's like, you could tell it's like saving people's lives. Like they're getting substance. One of their sandwiches is like two meals. Yeah. You go and you buy one. Yeah, it's $24 for the sandwich. Here's a tip, folks. Here's a tip. Tip. Because if you're up there in the, at the cutting station mm-hmm. and the guy will be like, yeah, this little tip bucket, like he'll point it out. You give him that. You give him uh, like a little bit of money. Down he will payment. hook it up. Mm-hmm. And they won't hook it up. Like they're, it's fun. It's like an old school system. He'll it's just like, give you pieces right. of pastrami to eat while you wait. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Off little pieces. Give it to yes. you. Yes. He'll, he'll really hook thing. it up. 
I mean, you'll get a good portion no matter what, but like if you if you tip, trust me. I made about $250,000 in tips last year. So take your condescending looks. So take your condescending looks. And shove them down your penis. <laughs> and shove them down your penis. <laughs> that cracked me up. Not yep. a place you usually tell people to shove things. No. no. Right up the urethra. Rare, <laughs> right. Rarely. I mean. Down, actually. Down. I don't know how it goes down the I'm urethra. I'm not good at I'm not imagining. If you flip anything. it up yeah. and maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that the person who, the whole beer situation. My beer. This is your beer? Yes. From the from, table over there. From this table. <laughs> give me my beer. He's Are you kidding me? Just give me the new beer. I'll have it brought up. Okay. <laughs> like before I saw that we went back to that person later uh -huh. on. I would have, I would have been up all night. Like I think our our viewers, if we didn't show a little, like some more uh, of them, yes. I would have been like having nightmares about that family. I'd be like, did he bring the beer back? Uh, yeah, you just girlfriend started snitching immediately. She's like, oh baby, baby, hey, uh, yeah, he he just robbed us. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. She's telling the boyfriend. I love it. I, I love it. I like. I love. It. She was like, I need that beer. <laughs> I know you always want to see it come full circle and see how the guys reconciled whatever grievances they cause people. But of course, and also production. You yeah, shit can't. <laughs> you know, they shit can that guy. <laughs> what a great word. Yeah, keep saying can. it. Keep saying it. The guy that took your beer is fired. He's shit canned. <laughs> from here. They won't, he, they, won't they, they shit canned him from that. <laughs> we all might have been shit canned. <laughs> I, I, they also, there was a lot of foreign people, but like they knew what shit canned meant. Was, <laughs> yeah. Is that an expression or was that just? That's universal, right? I think it is, but I thought it meant like getting drunk. No, no, no. no. I'm shit really? face. That shit face. Shit, yeah. Oh. I've never heard Tina shit might not can. be from America is what I'm maybe, learning right yeah. now. Yeah. You never know shit can. You've never been to Katz's <laughs> Deli. <laughs> You're an alien. I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, shit canned. Scheiser cannon is uh, the German. Mids something for french i don't know <laughs> all right so my right. my my mark of the possibly mark of the of the year is the guy who Whoa. hugs sal like grandma deadpool which is a character we've we who was on a, maybe episode one episode or two one this season, of this yeah. season um is the number one but this guy comes really close the guy who gets up hugs sal brings him back to the table after sal's crying i'm sorry bro come on back it's all gravy don't even worry about it bring your cart and your emotions come on back wow so you think out of all of the marks of the guys interact with in this episode this guy this is, is the one more. that you think is the best this is mark this is mark and the emotions the, yes oh, <laughs> this is the mark of the episode for me wow okay I got mine dude. coming up in the next challenge, so ah, we'll talk about it then. He, he was sweet. Don't get me wrong. Very sweet guy. I liked him. I don't even know if he's a... Uh, I mean, I like Seth Rogen guy more right. that Murray interacted with. I like M. Night Shyamalan. Me too. And he's so, like, I'm not he an actor. But he was just like so happy having the conversation. Yeah, he was really sweet. Yeah. The leather jacket. Mm -hmm. Loved him. Yeah. Also... The Jokers love M. Night Shyamalan, for real. Like, they are very big M. Night Shyamalan fans. Yeah. Uh, the movies Split when it came out. Is that the one that yeah. just came out recently? And then well, James McRoy. Glass, yeah. was, Glass was the last one that came out. And before that was Split. Yeah. And before that, Unbreakable. That's like the, the, that's the, the trilogy. When Split came out, we were filming down in Universal a few seasons ago. Not the episode that was last week. And the guys saw Split multiple times on that trip. Like, I didn't see it the first time. And they're like, what? You got to come back with us tonight. We went back and watched Split. <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't see Unbreakable. So I didn't know about this connection between the two. And then they got mad at me for not seeing Unbreakable. So then maybe watch Unbreakable before I came to work the next day. 
Oh my so God. it's like with the movie finished at like midnight. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Get They're in. obsessed with movies. Yeah. And they love M. Night. They also love Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> yeah. That old woman. Thank you for being a friend. If you don't know, if you like, maybe you're, maybe you're an alien like Tina and you don't know the Golden Girls theme song, they play it at the end of their live shows. And that's like a huge song for them because they are friends. You know, you get it's thematic. Travel it's also, down the road and back again. There you go. Sing it. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. My voice is a little shot because I was screaming on the dirty water slides <laughs> at Hurricane Harbor yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a euphemism, but it's not. It does. Yeah, it does yeah. sound really uh, sick. But I, I assure you all, I was on a dirty water slide. Do you, just enjoying your summer. Just have, living yeah. it up. Enjoying living my best life. Matt, you have a beautiful slide. singing voice. Thank you yeah. so much. And a beautiful Adam's apple. Oh, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was like, what? What are you talking about? And then uh, they asked his wife, and she was like, I'd never noticed. What's it like being married to that kind of Adam's apple, man? You never noticed? You never noticed that Adam's apple? What are you, crazy lady? <laughs> What's too big of an Adam's apple? Like when it's really protruding when out. it looks like another nose kind of yeah. like coming out. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, yeah. there were, there were, it's cool. It's just, it's not my thing. It's never been your thing. <laughs> You've said that a lot. It's, I've, I say it every day. When you're on dating apps, you're like, no Adam's apples, ladies. Is there a, is the medical term Adam's apple? No. Can't it can't be. be. I should know this. You should? I feel like we've done a trivia okay. question about this. You're right. You're what right. is it? Uh, <laughs> now you got it. Yep. I got nothing. Then you got to make that a, make that a question. Okay, it's called the laryngeal prominence. Duh. And how come only men have it? Because of Eve. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you like to know, alien? Because she's just (laughs) trying to learn more about about our culture. (laughs) Because as the Bible says, you women ate an apple and ruined paradise. (laughs) So it got stuck in our throats as a constant reminder of your lies (laughs) and trickeries. And then, uh, yeah, Joe looked to me like the most busboy in a way, right? Like he felt like he fit in. Yeah. So when he covers up his hair and he's got like a hat on like that, he just looks like a guy that works there. I bet you like Mm -hmm. no one, even if you knew the show, you wouldn't recognize him. Anytime the guys are around food, Joe is at home. That's just <laughs> it all He's like the a time. Like he gets very comfortable. Yeah. He goes down the floor. He eats a little bit. Nom, 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 nom. He grabs some of the dessert. And even this time, you can see him eating out of the trash. Mm-hmm. Notice I didn't call them garbage. I called them leftovers. If you'd like to start munching out of that. <laughs> he went down. Uh, went to town. No, went down. I was going to say he went down on that pickle. He yeah, went to yeah. town on that pickle. <laughs> there you go. You didn't say it. I didn't. There, but yeah. then I did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean the fact that he's he's like also just like told her like I'm eating out of the garbage and then like she gives him some like those reactions are so great. She was just yeah. like she it was like she saw a ghost. It it's a disgusting fantastic. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we just talk about James S. Murray not being able to freestyle rap? One Check it. Line, <laughs> yeah. Pastrami yo was all he got out. Pastrami yo. He improvises every day of his life on this show. Yeah. I've seen him do it. And it's just so funny. Gets on the spot with the guys and couldn't get it out. You know what it is? He's got those glasses on now. He's wearing his glasses all the time. And I mean, how many rappers do you know that have glasses? E40. Okay. Yes. Snoop. Mm -hmm. Occasionally. But they're usually usually tinted. Only since he got older, right? Touche. Well, E40's always had glasses. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a few people. I'm trying to... Yeah. Rizzo wears them sometimes. I feel like Nas has an astigmatism. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I hope like Biggie, he diagnosed Biggie the rapper that doesn't Biggie know definitely. it. They Biggie. listen to the Joker's podcast. They're like, wait a minute, I do have a stick. <laughs> Thank you, Matt Richards. You're welcome, Nas. <laughs> Could you guys, with all of your musical talent, just do better than James S. Murray and give me any kind of bars on Katz's Deli yeah. or Pastrami? I think we should have to start with anything. Pastrami. Yeah, or, yo, pastrami, yo, pastrami, yo, pastrami, yo. Pastrami, yo. All right. Uh, um, you go, please. I, You're the Do you guy. want glasses? Does anybody want glasses for this round? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Let me see. Oh, okay. They're both putting on glasses. This is the first time two people in glasses have ever wrapped. I'll go, I'll go first. Okay. All right. Pastrami, yo. Like it's Domino's. Woo! And it's time to play. And I'm going to use my nose. I'm going to nose you, though. And then Ding. I need some mustard dough. Because <laughs> <laughs> I make a knish. And you hush me, though. <laughs> That's the best I got. Okay. Swag. Spoken very, nice. Swag. very nice. I liked how you tied in the Joker thing and Matt very nice on the ding there. I had to hit you with the ding that one time. Was, yeah. That's like your that's like your producer sample. <laughs> I was the puffy to your biggie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready, Matt? Yo. Mm. Uh let me put my headphones on. <laughs> not plugged into anything. They're not plugged into anything. It's just for the feel. Yo. Mm. Pastrami, yo. Hey. Salami though. Hey. They don't have it at cats. Mm. It's time to go. Ooh. I get a ticket. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got a thumbs down like a moment. <laughs> Dang it. All right. I tried. You both that did good. good. That was I tried. good. It was great. I tried. I you, yeah. you, you, with the mustard dough, you got me. You got me. Uh, all right. Well, that was great. We nailed it. We're the greatest rappers of all time. Ever. I think so. Best duo in glasses of all time. Right. So you have that locked up. Facts. Unpopular opinion. I'm the greatest rapper of all time. <laughs> Which is a perfect segue into our next challenge. So this is fun. This is a fun one. Like I love a park bench challenge. It's yeah. just it's you 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 sidle up. We literally write this in the in the descriptions. Yep. Sidle. When you sidle up to someone and you have a little conversation. <laughs> we get very excited when you use words like that. That's how we feel like we're writing like Hemingway. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. this this time they're sidling up to people and uh, saying, hey, unpopular opinion. And what I like about this also is uh, it's not just you just say it. It's based on a person that we plant to, to walk by. And first I mean, one up, Terry Thomas. Terry, you know Terry? He's also a stand-up. Um, he's, he's, I'm sure we've met. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he performs at like the cellar. Yeah, he got into the like cellar that. now. And yeah, he's, he gets up That's a lot. Sad. Super nice guy. And what you need to know about him, if you're listening on the podcast, maybe you're for, trying to remember last night. Terry's got a bald head. Shave, yeah. Shaves bald head. Put a hat on, right? Nobody wants to see the the baldness. <laughs> Murr went into him like it's like Murr was like like manifesting all the all the things that people have said to him or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. What they call it, genetic failure. I don't need to see them flaunting their genetic failures. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't uh, believe it. Evil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Murr really like let loose on that. I, I think he was like it was pent up. Yeah, it was a real like Eminem uh, end of eight mile yeah. self diss. <laughs> Except there was no rhyming. No, of course not, because yeah. as we just said, Murr can't rhyme. Pastrami, yo. And then Joe's up. And I, this is, you know, this is funny because I'm surprised Joe lost this because I feel like Joe is so convincing. Yeah. And it's a, it's a pretty solid thought, you know, to, that flowers are genitals, plant genitals. It's true. Flowers, <laughs> in essence, are plant genitals that shouldn't be given as gifts. Pollen is... Yep. Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah, you're thinking it. It's gross. Mm -hmm. Anytime you have an allergy attack. But I thought... <laughs> Get out of here, trees! Yeah. 
But this young lady is traditional and she's like, I love flowers. I'm not going to lie. I am going to think about it. We'll agree Every to disagree. Time. Yeah. Yes. She's a florist. Get yes. out of here. Joe ruined flowers <laughs> for this lady. But I will say, Murr and Joe, I felt like they both like hit it off with their marks mm-hmm. on the bench. They both mm-hmm. had very like nice marks. Yeah. Fun people. They yeah. were enjoying the conversation. They were never going to really agree with these fellas, mm-hmm. but they entertained them. Yeah. I mean, talk about nice marks. Sal's, Sal's lady was incredible. <laughs> like he got the pound at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. She, she, she started off like he's not going to break through. I, this happens every now and then because she agreed with him. Right, that this uh, this man on the unicycle should die in a fire. Um, <laughs> I think Sal scared her. I think she was trying I, to I'm guess him lie. away. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. It was like cool. I'm gonna agree with you, so I leave this park today. Yeah. I feel like she's dealt with a lot of crazy people in her life. Yeah. And knows that just agreeing with them is the best way to. <laughs> it's like, yeah. To, she's like, oh, you're like my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna nod. I know how to get through Thanksgiving. Sal faking that he thought that the phone call was for him. Hi, how you doing? I'm fine. Why? Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it shows you that they're still having fun even in the in the interim. Exactly. Right. Like even when the cameras aren't rolling, the yeah. guys are having fun. And speaking of personality, no one has a better personality than Chase's legs in this next mm-hmm. this next little bit. Chase Dominic. Chase comes out. Chase Dominic, who's our producer, you've seen him before. Like if if you if you're thinking I know him from something, when Q does the X's on the girls painting, then a producer comes in and and reveals to everyone that they're that there it's a hidden camera show. That is Chase. Chase does that a lot. They usually throw a mic on him just in case because he's you know he might hear a, a person saying something to him and then we want to capture it. Chase is uh, you know vital to the show, uh, and he was a male prostitute in this bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have HR at our office, and uh, that's why Chase was a male prostitute in those short shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I love it, and like again, like our crew is really tight. Chase has Down been on the this show. Yeah. yeah. Just flexing and lunging. Yeah, we're yeah. as tight as Chase's shorts are. <laughs> e- even tighter. Yeah. The prostitute becomes the prostitute. Prostitute. The prostitute becomes the prostitute. But you know who I want to hear from that I don't hear from enough? Our fans. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk to them. The Joker's hotline. It's, again, if you don't know the number, it's 480-420-6924. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. And last time we were here, Yamanika uh, gave us a little jingle. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you would like to try your hand at a jingle today. Yeah. Here's the number right here. And if you want to just read those, uh, sing those letters, sing those numbers in a way that feels like a jingle, it would be great. I'm trying, like, I'm thinking of, like, all the jingle numbers that I know, like Salino and Barnes. Injury attorney. 800-888. But this is is so many different numbers. I wish we could have got that Selena and Barnes number. (laughs) They're not using it, right? They broke up. They got a divorce. They did break up. Who kept the number? Uh, I think they each took a couple digits. (laughs) (laughs) So now they get no business. Uh, 480-420-6924. Wow. Really good. Very nice. O with foe. O and foe. I got that from you with the mustard dough. That's good. Wow. Pastrami, yo. Pastrami, yo. Mustard dough. 480-420-6924. Very nice. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Let's jump into some calls. Do the Jokers ever know about their punishment? And the answer, I'll say, is not 
really. So sometimes like in the beginning of the season, we'll come up with ideas with the guys, right? Say something like the one where Sal's uh, telling people that they have bad their, their bad tippers in yeah. the beginning of this season. That was when we came up with in pre-production with the guys. And it was like, well, that could be for any of us. Let's see who loses the episode and who will have to do it. Right. So it's like something he knew about, but it wasn't like they all he didn't know, know it's it like, was happening to him know, in that yeah, moment. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like one of those things where it's like you come up with it and then like four months down the line, you're like, oh, man, I have to do that thing. Right. Like they all agree that it was like really bad and you don't want to do that. Like you want to be that person that has to uh, cut people off in a uh, as a bartender or like the bingo thing, just like yelling bingo. Uh, during a bingo game, like those are things like you don't want to do. And I, even now, like thinking back, I don't know if they knew about those or not. But just saying, sometimes there so are those also things. if we have a really strong twist, sometimes we don't mind if the Joker knows what the thing is, and it's so that we could say like, oh, you know, uh, you could wear this outfit because you're going to be doing this job. Yeah. You know? Oh, like yeah, like so Joe when he was doing his coat uh, check, his oh. coat. Yeah, the coat check punishment. Sometimes like you'll just be like. You're checking coats, but you don't know what the twist is. You don't know you're going to have to get out there and be a runway model. Well, yeah, but like they'll, they'll, they won't even, they won't, oh, we won't always allude to the twist. We'll just say like, just wear this because you're going to be doing this kind of job. Yeah. And then like, we'll give them a little, we'll give them some details, but for the most part, no. I mean, we, we, everything's made up on the spot in the moment and it's, and it's fed that way too. And we always want a really authentic intro, like the intro where the jokers are telling that guy, you know, we're capturing that moment so we we definitely want it to be real yeah but good question that's dope all right which of the four guys were best friends first i would guess which two of the four guys right yeah. uh, any speculation i have an idea i i'm gonna guess mm-hmm. i'm gonna guess um sal and joe okay i'm gonna guess joe and Murr. okay I am going to agree with Tina. Mm. Hey. Sound Joe. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Q and Murr did a lot of plays together. So they had a lot of experience, you know, being in, in uh-huh. plays at like uh, at Farrell and at like the the, the the female high schools that were around Staten Island. So did the plays with the female high schools. Yeah. They yeah, would, they, yeah. you know, because they were all. Only all, the female high schools? Well, there'd be <laughs> only the female. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, there's all girls schools, all boys schools, and so like the the you know they the girls would come to our to school, do guys and dolls, and the boys would go to that yeah. school. Yeah, um, but I think that Joe and Sal became like very close friends at an early age. Like they, you know, they'd connect over certain things. Uh, but I, I'm speculating because so also, we were right. yeah, we were because High five again. Because here's the other yeah. thing. Murr and Joe became very close on a bowling, I think playing bowling together. They were both on like the bowling team and they became close and then they were roommates. But I think there was a real connection between Joe and Sal. They were, you know, Pisanos. Hey. You know? I, I get it. Yeah. Countrymen. As you're wearing the uh, mm-hmm. the famous Italian Isis uh, yes. t-shirt. Marino's yeah. Italian Isis. With those wooden Not spoons. a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Yeah. But, Not a sponsor, but we'll take uh, Delicious. We're listening. Yeah. Five bucks for this T-shirt. With Flip the, with it upside purchase. down and you scrape yeah. that. Uh, yes, that's the best yeah. part. Off the bottom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it is very good. Oh, I yeah. recommend uh, the lemon flavor or rainbow. 
Uh, like cherry's also pretty good. I love this free commercial for Marinos. For Marinos, I guess Italian when a, ice. <laughs> when a product is so good, like you, it doesn't even care. matter. Hey, yeah. listen, Ben and Jerry's are still pushing for yeah. Joker's right. ice cream. Mm-hmm. This is the fish thing food too. Oh, actually, let's get Marinos in on it. Let's if get we can Marinos. Get a, if you can get Joker's yeah. Italian ice. Oh, Joker's oh, Italian ice sense. would make a lot of sense. That would be incredible. Unless it's an Italian ice Ben and Jerry's flavor. For Jokers. Oh, Tina. I mean. Oh, my God. I'm impressed. Damn. Wow. Is that like a sorbet? Yeah. Yeah. Like a gelato. I'm with it. Somewhere in between. All right, Ben and Jerry's. Mm -hmm. Let's get it going. Team up with Marino's Italian Ice and make the Jokers flavor. It's the triple entente collaboration that everyone's been wanting. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks. Yeah. I would love to come back. Yeah, yeah, please, please. Thanks so much for for being here. Make sure to check out HQ and uh Word. you want to hit your social media as well. Yeah, it's just Matt was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that is funny. No, Sorry. that's a 15-year-old that won't sell me the uh, the handle. <laughs> so it's Matt was funny. That's okay. that's Amazing. even funnier though. Funny. How much would yeah. you spend? How much would you give that kid? I offered him 5 500 grand. $5,000 for that? It's not even your name. He wanted bitcoins. Okay. I mean, what? this is a whole, I could go on for a whole other podcast about this. We don't have time. <laughs> we are wow. going to jump into the punishment. Why don't we call Simi? Sounds good. We interrupt the podcast to bring you breaking news with Simi Can't Stand Your Bits. All right. So we're checking in with Simi now. Simi, you there? Hey, guys. How are you? Hey. 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 This is great. So we're. Hey. <laughs> Hey, it's the Megabyte. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. What a punishment. You know, we based this off of you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever could that mean? <laughs> yeah. So this is this is so fun. Like, and I love in the, I love in the intro, Sal sets it up perfectly being like, we've, you know, we've messed with, we've put like histamines on you. We've, we've uh, novocained your mouth. We've messed with you under our podium. And now we're going to mess with your voice. And it's like, that's what I, I think as a fan, as like, you know, I work on the show, but I'm still a fan of the show. I do want to see these inventions that we do, like these new concepts to mess with myrrh, specifically myrrh. And uh, this this is this was a fun one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's so much fun. And it's, you know, a big concern of ours on the network side is always um, is a punishment going to be too obvious a joke to the to the people in the audience. Right. Yeah. Um, are the are the people who are sitting there watching this? from the very start going to say, um, oh, well, clearly this is a comedy bit. This is a comedy routine and just enjoy it. And, you know, we always say that uh, pure enjoyment from the from the, the crowd, from the marks, as we call them, the people who who are being pranked, if they're just enjoying themselves, then it doesn't there's no comedic tension and, and it doesn't make for a great punishment. You need that tension. You need that awkwardness. And this was one that I would say we were a little bit concerned about at the beginning when it was first pitched because if you hear somebody's voice just fluctuating all over the place, isn't that going to be an obvious joke? Especially if you could potentially see them sucking in, you know, air through a, a specific pipe. And so that was a concern we had. But again, kudos to the to the production staff for playing it in such a way that it was slow rolled a little bit, and it was you know you really couldn't see him inhaling the. Uh, you really couldn't see him inhaling it. So it, it, it worked out really, really well and was super funny. You know, yeah. we, we don't always show this stuff on TV, but like the guys specifically told Murr, like, you know, don't laugh through this speech. Like, you know, th- th- you don't necessarily need this on, on camera. So that, but the, that's, you know, that's, but it's what this podcast is for. The guys were like, don't laugh because, you know, you're just not allowed to, you know, they, they kind of tell him that 
just to make the punishment better, you know, and that way he really has to like live in it. And he's, you know, he's, they're inclined to listen to each other. And so I'm glad that, that, that he really took that note from them because it, it, it suspends the believability of like the, the environment. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is I noticed, cause I was there and I was mostly watching the shot that's like from straight ahead. We showed a lot of shots from the side of Murr kind of sucking in the air, but you really couldn't tell when I was watching the dead ahead shot. You couldn't tell that for a long time that he was he was like you know kind of sucking on. Yeah, it just looked like he was taking a pause in his speech. Yeah, yeah. And so so yeah, that's like for the home viewers. I wonder if people thought like, oh, you know, you could see that he what why you know see the straw, but the audience couldn't see the straw at all. Yeah, Will Thaxton and the art team did a really good job making this device that you could suck helium and sulfur hexafluoride what? out of. I, I, I Did anybody know, know about this? I mean, no, if I've I knew never about heard that, of it. I know, as like a kid, you're like, I mean, that's, that's, that's so amazing. fun. Yeah. Like, but then again, I also don't want to tell kids to go get this stuff and do it. I don't know the, the effects of it. Yeah. I don't know, but you could handle. call your school and call in sick, you know, for oh, yourself wow. saying you're one of your parents if you had it. I mean, oh, that's don't a, do that. That's, like, that's uh, such a weird parent. Like it's like hello, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like it's like Home Alone. Home Alone Two. He had the talk boy. Yeah, and, and he exactly. re- and he records yeah. and then plays it slow. And it's yeah. just like the father. You know, it's like this is Mr. Yeah. McFly the, or McFly. I can't McAllister. You're, you're messing up movies together. I, yeah. yeah, I was I was curious how this one came about. Like, what was the evolution of this one? Because obviously, by the time it comes to me, by the time it comes to Tina, you know, it's 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 already been fleshed out a bit. So I'm curious how 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 who came up with this one. You know, I I don't know exactly. It came up in the room, in, in the comedy producer's room with the guys here and Murr was out of the room. And honestly, it started out with helium. It was just helium right. for a while. Like, and it, it, like the day was over. We we're like, cool, we'll pitch it to the network with just helium. And then uh, on our production team, Cole Weber uh, was the one that was like, do you guys know anything about uh, sulfur hexafluoride? And uh, we said no obviously. And then he found a video of like somebody using it online. We're like, Oh my God, that's amazing. After the guy saw that, Sal was like, can it just be sulfur hexafluoride? (laughs) And we're like, and then, you know, they talked it out and they're like, let's go have them go back and forth and we'll made the thing. And then he was able to like, you know, vacillate between the two and it became this very ridiculous uh, punishment. And I want to give a lot of credit to uh, Q and McCarthy and uh, Joe Ambrosio because they really fleshed out that speech. The speech that like makes that turn. That's another thing that really makes you know makes it our show. It's not like just that Murr has to do the 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 the, the helium and the deep voice stuff. It's like that idea of the turn, the megabyte, like that that like yeah. speech that starts so real. You, it's clearly like uh, the idea that that came from. Like you know, Q's a comic book guy. Exactly. When he realized he could make an evil villain speech, he was like, "Oh my god!" Once like I, that like sulfur hexafluoride voice is like so inspiring, yes. and we're like, okay changes everything we get to do an evil villain speech at this tech conference that is very real like steve wozniak mm-hmm. was the first speaker at the event like uh, yeah. it, it, it people weren't there to mess around they're like very invested in this and then by the time james s murray gets up there and his voice starts going all over the place like you said they are not happy that he's doing this and they're watching it and they might be like taking it in, but they're not laughing along with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the lines were 
were put with the with the great different voices. Like I love the fact that he's saying "fear me, fear me" when he sucked helium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I also it was great. I mean, it really, um, you know, the the just to your point earlier, the fact that it start, the idea started as just helium, and that's where I think so many prank shows would have ended up. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But the but the the strength of the show is the ability to take something like that and then, you know, twist it on its ear and add extra elements that makes it so memorable. And that's that's often the evolution of a punishment. Right. It, it starts yeah. off as as one as one thought. And then it's like, oh, it's funny to, to hear people start helium. Well, OK, we've seen that a thousand times. How can we do it in such a way that it feels brand new? And that's where I think this punishment ended up. And that's ultimately why it worked so well. Yeah, yeah. It, it like surpassed our expectations, too. Like, I love this punishment. I think it's so funny because I know, like, especially coming off last week and the tram punishment was like so hard for me to watch. I'm like, oh, my God, please don't pull it again. This is like, I just want more, more, more. Just Say laughing. more lines. Yeah, like, I can't get enough of it. It's really good. And actually, I, I have to bring this up because one of our editors pointed this out. Um, there's a TV show that was on in the 90s called The Reboot. Yes. And there was a bad guy called The Megabyte in that show. Oh, wow. And really? he has like a deep voice. <laughs> uh, kind of like Murr did with the Sulfur Hexafluoride, but we had no idea until, again, we filmed the punishment, it was done, and then one of the editors was like, yeah, I was watching that. Was that were you guys inspired by Reboot? And we had no idea what he was talking about. So uh, completely coincidental mm-hmm. on that end. I guess that, I guess nerdy minds think alike. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, also a, a funny like little thought I had was, this was one of the fastest punishments we've ever filmed. Yep. Because it was it was just the speech. Like he got up there and he did the he read the speech and mm-hmm. it had the helium and stuff. And like sometimes like, you know, Sal like infamously was like um out for like during the the psychic punishment, I think around season either two or so, yeah. three maybe. He was out for like an hour, forty five minutes or so, like just like on the floor. Re- trying to read people yeah. and sometimes we film these things that take so long yeah. and we cut it down this was pretty much the speech like That's he got up it. there filmed the speech and we were out the guys loved this punishment in that for that i reason. know murray's in and out this year between this and the yanni pun like <laughs> yeah he's like you know that's like 10 minutes of like really punishing time but that's two punishments for him yeah i want to find out like what was the fastest punishment i guess and it could have also the longest been, i know yeah. i bet you skydiving felt the longest yeah like on that way down right. you're probably like this is what could have been the quickest yeah maybe <laughs> i mean with all the time that Murr was crying though i feel right, like that was right. like an it was like 30 Lots of minutes hesitation time <laughs> it really it really does put a lot of pressure though on the punishment when they're quick right because all you have is the time that he's up there uh-huh. and if and if it's a misfire it's a misfire so that it just puts more pressure on production but they really came through yeah our production and our crew has to like prepare for live events constantly like you know we're we're a, we're a TV show where we could film things, but everything's in the moment. So they have to really make sure they capture it. And so we always have like extra cameras to get the best angles, uh, make sure the cameras are running. You know, it's 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 definitely high pressure. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, kudos to your team for making it work. Uh, Simi, thank you so much uh, for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Always, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Simi. Okay. Later, Sam. Bye. Okay, bye. Whoa, wait, wait. Huh? I want a bonus. These listeners have been so good today. So good. They've been such good students that I want to give them a little treat. Ooh, a little extra credit. Yeah, why don't we give them a little sneak peek of next week's episode. Great. What'd you guys order? Cappuccino? Oh, you're from Germany? Yeah. Yeah, All right. Go Prost! Prost! 
Yeah, yeah. Prost. Prost. Don't say anything but Prost now. You're a Prost machine. The Prost button is broken, buddy. Prost. 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 You know what Prost means? No. It's like cheers. Oh, hey. Prost like toast. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Hey, fellas. Hey, fellas. Last night. Last night. I shizered my pants. I shizered my pants. <laughs> Prost! Prost! Right? <laughs> He's punching him. You know what? Go around, go around and start tickling him and just saying Prost. <laughs> just start tickling him and, and alternate between the words Scheiser and Prost. Prost! Scheiser! Prost! Scheiser! Scheiser! Prost! What the hell am I doing? <laughs>